So I just got off the phone with one of my one-on-one coaching clients, Mike Lawson, and it is his third session working with a client of his. It's actually his very first client. So nice job for you, Mike. Um, but during our conversation, Mike told me that he has very quickly found out that he is a therapist and not a personal trainer. And I thought this was hilarious because if you train for long enough, you're going to run into this situation. Um, which led me to the podcast we have today, podcast number 22, Why Personal Training, the one-on-one model sucks, okay? So let's start with that first one, becoming a therapist, okay? So we already talked about how annoying that is. Um, and over time, it's just going to happen. People are going to pin their problems on you. But here's the thing. So Mike is 22 years old. His client's like 40-something. He's going through a divorce. And, you know, his client is in the gym because he wants to look good to meet a partner or online dating or whatever, right? But Mike doesn't know anything about divorces, right? He doesn't know anything about marriage and, and stuff like that. He's young and he doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to reply. Um, and that's likely the, the situation for you as well. I mean, you may have some things you relate on, but you know, you didn't get into this business to give advice to people, right? A, that's, a, that's a business in itself and it's hard to do. And it's annoying to just sit there and listen to that. So that's the first thing that drew me away from one-on-one training. Now I do a little bit of one-on-one training, um, but my rates are really high and it's worth it for me. Right. Because I use my downsell strategy in order to um, get people to join the groups. But if they still want to pay an extremely high price for a personal training, hell, why not? All right. So with that being said, let's re- move on to reason number two, why personal training, the one on one model sucks. So reason number two, which is probably the biggest reason why I don't like it is because it's hard to build your business. Um, I don't know any trainers. I mean, I've worked at four or five different gyms and I still don't know any trainers who have built their one-on-one model very quickly. All right. And the reason for that is because most people don't have a sales funnel or referral funnel in place. And if they do, it takes a long time to build. It takes a really long time to build that, that referral system when you're doing one-on-one coaching. Um, and the reason for that is because people like your clients, they can't see, they can't imagine what the the session with you and someone else would be like. It's the last thing on their mind versus if you have a small group and you tell them to invite someone to the group, they can explain that group a lot better. They can talk about the things you guys do and how it works. It's just an easier sell for them. And um, it's likely that they're going to understand that you want to get that group to a certain amount of people versus, you know, one on one. It's like, oh, just give me someone who else is going to pay me um, with small groups. They're going to say, hey, come join us. It's fun. Um, and, and that's one thing I've noticed. The other the other thing about um, about having one on one clients is the hours you're going to have to work. Guys, I mean, I know trainers who work 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And at the beginning, that may sound nice, but it just sounds a lot better to clients when you say, all right, I have a 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. and a 10 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, do any of those times work for you? Make them choose, right? The hours you have to work are going to be smaller because you can make more money in an hour, right? And you're going to get more people who are likely to join that group for obvious reasons, right? Finance, right? The group accountability and things like that. You don't have any, when you have groups, there's three forms of accountability. There's accountability of self, your client being accountable to themselves. Then there's accountability to your trainer, and people walk all over that all the time. People aren't afraid to cancel. But what you find with the group is there's three forms of accountability. There's the two we just talked about, accountability of self, accountability to your trainer, right? But then there's the group accountability, which is the biggest one because people aren't going to feel like they're letting the group down. And this is so huge and it's so huge for people to understand because even simple conversations, simple exit conversations, right? All right, you guys, see you guys Wednesday, see you guys Saturday. You know, that sits in people's mind, right? They're, they're, it feels more like a team to them. 
Um, although everybody has their own individual workout, if you choose to do it that way, it feels like more of a team to them. And they're likely to stay for that reason and, um, and, and stay within the group for that reason. And the last reason why personal training sucks is because of cancellations, all right? So no matter what cancellation policy you have, people are going to find a way around it, right? We just talked about the forms of accountability with groups. There's a third form of accountability, right? Your turnover rate for your clients are going to be a lot lower within the groups because, one, it's, it's better for them financially, and two, because, you know, there's that group accountability, right? They're going to feel part of a special group of people um, and it's just the team aspect of that, just like a sport. OK, not to mention that if your client's gone, right, this person who's supposed to pay you 600 bucks, um, that turns into 400 bucks very quickly. But with groups, if one person is gone, it's not that big of a deal. OK, so with that being said, I hope this is very helpful and I'll see you guys in the next podcast.